This is the Balanced Artist Podcast, where we help the purpose-driven creator's journey suck a little less and thrive a little more. Hosted by award-winning musician, TEDx speaker, and comedian, Rory Gardner. Who? We chat with experts who help level up your creative career by reframing your lifestyle as a balanced artist. Hello, welcome back to the Balanced Artist Podcast. Have you ever watched someone win an award in the same field that you happen to work in? Like if you're a musician and you see someone win a Grammy, or you're an author and you see a fellow writer win whatever the hell it is they win. The feeling inside of you motivates you to want to step up to you know so that you could one day be on the podium taking home the prize that doesn't actually mean anything. You've heard Jim Carrey's quote, I wish everyone could be rich and famous and get everything they've ever wanted so that they can see that that's not the answer then what is the answer? Well, Tony Robbins says it's progress. Progress is the key to happiness, which makes sense in the two scenarios above. Like when you've won the award, you've achieved the highest level of affirmation from your peers or the academy that fosters the awards. We've actually spoken to Grammy winners on this show who have said the week following the award is awesome, but the week after that, it sucks. Like, cause they're like, now what? You know, back to work to try to achieve the thing that you just achieved, but for a second time. And I realize these are good problems to have, but Jim Carrey in the same breath said like he's won a handful of awards and then sarcastically says, if I could just win one more Golden Globe Award, then I will truly be happy and fulfilled. You're thinking, great, so should I, like, I shouldn't try to reach for the top of my field? No, you should always strive for greatness, but don't let the prize be the reason you create. Robert Henry has a quote that says, the object isn't to make art, it's to be in that wonderful state which makes art inevitable. When you realize that you don't have to create something in exchange for a reward, but you get to create something because you have a calling and you know how to answer it. So how do we ensure that this creative magnet that we've been given keeps its polarity as long as humanly possible? You create an environment where you're free to express what you're afraid to express. A terrible example would be, you know, if you do nude paintings. Like if art didn't exist, everyone would wonder, who is this pervert asking us to undress for him? But in the confines of a creative endeavor, some of the world's finest, most valuable art is nude. Next time you're in France, visit the Louvre and check out Michelangelo's sculpture of David. Whether you're a fan or not, it will give you confidence in the size of your own private parts by comparison. Now, a less bad example would be to continue to create. When something strikes you, it's your responsibility to execute on it. The universe is going to send you ideas if it trusts that you're going to do something with them. If not, it'll send the idea to someone else. Michael Jackson used to have to execute on something immediately. And when the producer asked, what's the rush? He'd say, if I don't write this song now, Prince will write it. Seeing someone win an award may cause you to feel inadequate. You think, I could never do that. What's the point in trying? Ironically, the trying is the prize. And seeing someone do it before you is proof that it can be done. That's ideation versus motivation. You need to see the blueprint so you can enter the implementation stage. Remember the four minute mile story? Distance runners could not run a mile in less than four minutes. People assumed it was impossible, like the human body couldn't handle it. They assumed their hearts were going to explode. And then one day, some guy did it. They ran the mile in less than four minutes. His heart surprisingly didn't explode. The following year, several more people ran the mile in less than four minutes because now they know what was possible. 
So the next time you see someone you admire or not even like win an award, just know that if it's possible for them, it's possible for you. It's not an invitation to give up because the award has already been won, but continue to create the art that you're capable of creating. Take it up a notch and create an environment where you're free to express what you're afraid to express. Once you've stepped outside your comfort zone and your heart hasn't exploded, you'll know you can probably push a little bit farther. 10 years may go by and you haven't won the award, but you'll look at what you've achieved over the last 10 years from the vantage point of the you from 10 years from now. And you're thinking, look how much I've grown. Look how far you've come and wondered why you didn't push harder sooner. 10 years of not winning an award, but the art you've created in the attempt to achieve an award. I mean, look at the body of work you've created along the way. I wish everyone could be rich and famous and get everything they ever wanted so they can see that that's not the answer. Progress is the key to happiness, which is ironically why watching someone else win an award is more valuable than winning the award itself. Or at least you can tell your friends that next time they ask you why you haven't won anything yet. Better yet, send them this episode because I could use the downloads. That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week, so remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist.